Hey guys, what's up? My name's Ines. I write kissing books. And today I am having a bit of a breakdown about all the information that I need readers to know at the start of my story. Maybe I'll pass this off to a, the new guy to do it for me. Want to see how? Let's break it down. Have you heard the writing term, as you know, Bob? It's a lazy way that writers get around explaining things that the reader should already know because perhaps if it's a television show, something happened last week and we should know, but what if we weren't watching? Or if you've written a series, it may be something that the readers would know from the last book and the last book may have come out months or years ago, but you're trying to remind the reader or it's something that the characters know that the readers don't know yet. And so in order to get the information out, the readers start to have a conversation with, as you know, insert whoever's name, like Bob. Let's not do this because it starts to bog down your story and it bogs down your reader with so much information that they have to hold on just to be delivered one piece of information. This is an info dump. And personally, I can't think of a, a good reason to start to dump information onto our readers. I think there's a better way to do this. And one of the ways that we can do, that we can deliver backstory information is with a novice. The novice enters the story when we, the reader does. They're also brand new to this world, like our reader, but they're in the story. We're not in the story, we're reading the story. The novice is in the story so they can ask the questions that we're dying to know. They can be delivered the information that we need to know. In Shonda Rhimes' scandal pilot episode, she uses the novice to full and exacting perfection. We're going to visit Shondaland a lot here in the breakdown. So gladiators, suit up. In the pilot episode of the political thriller show, Rhymes had to figure out how to outline the procedures of what her heroine, who is a fixer, what she does. In medical dramas, the patient comes in with an undiagnosed illness, doctors run tests, they get it wrong, the patient nearly flatlines, and then at the 11th hour, someone figures it out and the patient lives, hooray! In law and order or crime shows, the same thing. We start with a crime, the police show up to the scene, they gather the evidence, a suspect is caught and delivered and the lawyers prosecute the case. And hopefully we have the right guy, hooray. <laughs> In mysteries, we, uh, there's a dead body or a crime that's been committed and we gather the clues. We try to pin it on one particular suspect. We typically get it wrong a couple of times before the big twist and the reveal of the actual villain. And we got, get our bad guy, hooray. But a fixer, how does that work? enter the novice to the rescue. Scandal doesn't open with our fearless heroine, Olivia Pope. It opens with the new girl getting hired. Her name is Quinn. Quinn struts onto the screen, thinking that she's on a blind date and then learns, nope, that handsome guy that she thought was a baby lawyer and she's trying to ditch him at the bar, he's actually a partner in the firm that she would kill to work at. So what she thought was a blind date actually turns into a job interview where she gets the opportunity of a lifetime. But again, how does her new job, her dream job, how does it work? What exactly is this job and what exactly has she been hired to do? We learn what Quinn's job, what Olivia Pope's job is in four ways. Quinn asks questions. 
she's shown a process, she tries to model the behavior that she's shown, and she makes mistakes and is set straight. Let's walk through it. When we, and Quinn, walk into the offices of Pope and Associates, we see that it's an entirely unconventional office with quirky colleagues. The first thing that happens is Quinn makes a mistake. She goes on and on about how she admires Olivia and her work at the White House. She goes on to say that it's an honor to work for Olivia's law firm. Olivia ignores the part about the White House, but we heard it. And she corrects Quinn in saying that this isn't a law firm. She starts to deliver the information of what this is, and we're not getting backstory dumped on us. We get it in a casual conversation. Then Quinn starts asking questions. So when the client of the week, the A storyline of the pilot episode, walks in with literal blood on his hands, Quinn starts asking questions. What do we do? This is exactly what we're thinking. What is? What do they do here to Pope and Associates? How are they going to deal with this guy with blood on his hands? Why aren't they calling the police? This is this gives Olivia a chance to answer. She literally says, "We interview the client." Her gut tells her everything that she needs to know, and she sets the rule, the main rule of which is do not lie. Again, we're getting that backstory handed to us on a platter, but it's not being dumped down. Now Quinn is starting to see the procedures of how Pope and Associates works. The cast of Pope and Associates have to show Quinn the ropes, and we get to watch as they begin their investigation of this week's case. We see them interview their client. We see them go out and investigate for clues. We see them put up the pictures on their wall of evidence, and Quinn starts to model this behavior. When characters are being active, there's no dumping of information happening. Info dumps are oftentimes internal monologues or spoken dialogue. Having Quinn watch and engage with the procedures gave Rhymes a way to actively show how the world of Pope and Associates work leaving Quinn needing to model the behavior. So Quinn's first attempt at modeling behavior, she finds a lead on the case, but she doesn't have all the answers and she gets admonished for it. Another rule, come to Olivia with all the answers that you can find. So the second chance she gets, she's determined to do a great job. She follows the lessons of, she's not gonna make a mistake again. She learned from the questions that she's asked. She is looking at the behavior that has been modeled, the procedures that have been modeled for her. And this time she gets it. But then when she gets it right, she sees the ugly side of Pope and Associates when the information that, she's ha that she has gathered is used to destroy a woman accused of sleeping with the president. All of this is done without a single info dump or an as you know, Pop, or an as you know, Olivia. <laughs> so the next time that you have a lot of explaining to do at the beginning of your story, consider using a novice to ask questions, to watch a procedure play out, to model the behavior that they see from the other characters, and to make mistakes so that they can be corrected. Want a more in-depth exploration of pacing? Try out my course, Page Turner Pacing, How to Write a Binge-Worthy Novel in 21 Days at inesswrites.com forward slash PTP for Page Turner Pacing. Want to break down shows and movies with me live on Teleparty? Come to my watch parties. They're so fun. You can find the viewing schedule on inesbrights.com forward slash breakdown. All right, guys, you know what to do. Go get them words and I'll try to keep it together until the next time that we break it down. I'll see you then. Bye.